Shalom to all. Today's office Psachim Daf Kufi test. We are starting five lines from the top, the seventh word on the line. Today's office sponsor, Le'ilu Nishmas, Reb Meir Hertz, Ben Reb Chaim Yosef. His neshama should have an aliyah. Now we concluded yesterday's Gemara with a number of memras in the name of Rabbi Shmuel Reb Yosi, and here we start with another memra. I'm Rav Kahan, and we should Rabbi Shmuel Reb Yosi. My dechsev what's pshat in the pasuk? Lamnatzeich mizmar ladavid. The Gemara tells us Zamaru sing praise lemish neitzchanaisai to the one that they conquer him, they overcome him v'samach, and he's happy. Baruch like Hashem, Kamei Baruch Let's see that the Midah of Hashem is not like the Midah of regular people. If you conquer someone, you overcome him, so he's going to be sad. You overcome him and he's happy. And he said to destroy them, meaning Hashem was going to destroy Kla Yisrael. If not for Moshe's chosen one that stood in the breach, in the break in front of him, Moshe Rabbeinu died for Kla Yisrael and saved them, and Hashem was happy that he was overcome, so to speak, by Moshe Rabbeinu. Another member on the name of Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yisi, Amr Rabbi Shem Ben Lakesh, Mishum Rabbi Yehuda Nesia. My dechsev, what's pshat on pasuk? Videi Adam mitachas kanfeim, and human hands under their wings. This was said by Yecheskel Navi when he saw the Maisim Merkava, when he saw everything that was going on by Hashem's throne. Yadai ksev, it says Yadai, his hand. Even though it's read as V-Day, it's still written as Yadai, his hand. This is talking about the hand of Hashem. It's spread underneath the wings of the Chayas, of the Malachim, that are right next to Hashem. In order to accept the Bali Tshuva from the hands of Midas Hadin, instead of Midas Hadin getting to the people that want to do Tshuva, and it won't be easy for them to do Tshuva, Hashem's hand is, so to speak, spread underneath their wings to take these people who want to be Bali Tshuva so they don't have to go through the regular process of Din. And now going back to ETS Mitzrayim, Amr all of the silver and the gold in the world, Yosef gathered and brought to Mitzrayim. She never says in the Pasuk, and Yosef gathered all of the money, all the silver that was found. I only know that he gathered all of the silver in Eretz Mitzrayim and Eretz Canaan because there was free trade. There was many people from those areas that came to Mitzrayim to get food. How do I know that all other lands also came and brought their money to Mitzrayim? That entire land Land, meaning the entire world came to Mitzrayim. And when Klai left Mitzrayim, they took all these treasures with them. Shemarit says in the Pasuk, they cleaned out, they wiped out Mitzrayim. Rav Asiyamar, he explains, what's this word, and they made it like a trap that doesn't have grain. A bird trap has some grain in it, so the birds fly in and you could trap it. However, the word is like the word Mitzuda, they made it like a Mitzuda that doesn't have any grain in it. It's like the depths of the sea, there's no fish over there, the fish are at the surface of the sea. Now, what happened to this treasure? It was in Yerushalayim by all the kings up until Rechavam, who was the son of Shalom HaMelech. The king of Mitzrayim came and took it from Rechavam. Shinemar says in the Pesach, It was the fifth year of Rechavam's reign. He came onto Yerushalayim. He took the treasure houses of the house of Hashem and the treasure houses of the king. The king of Kosh came. He took it from Shishak. Asa, who was the grandson of Rechavim came when Tolumi Zarech Melchkosh and he took it back from Zarech Melchkosh. Meshigrel Hadad Rima and Ben Tavrima and he sent it to Hadad Rima and Ben Tavrima. Bo Bnei Amin the Bnei Amin came when Tolumi Hadad Rima and Ben Tavrima and they took it from him. Bo Yishafat Yishafat came when Tolumi Bnei Amin and took it from Bnei Amin. Bo Yemunich Had Achaz it was by Kla Yisrael up until Achaz. Bo Sancherev when Tolumi Achaz Sancherev came and took it from Achaz. Bo Chizkiyah when Tolumi Sancherev Chizkiyah went and took it back from Sancherev. Bo Yemunich Had Sidkiyah and it was there up until Sidkiyah. Bo Kazdim the Kazdim came. This is referring to the Babylonians. When it told me and they took from Tzidkiah, this is at the time.
time of the destruction of Beis HaMikdash, Baal Parsim, the Persians came, and they took it from the Kazdim. That's when they overthrew Malchus Bavil, and this was right before the story of Purim. The Yavanim came, and they took it from the Persians. The Romans came, and they took it from the Yavanim. And all these treasures are still in Rome. And talking about these treasures, there were three treasures that Yosef hid in Mitzrayim. One of them was revealed to Kairach, and he became vastly wealthy. One of them was revealed to Antoninus Ben Asviris. He was an emperor who befriended Rabbi Yehuda Anasi famously. And one of them is hidden away from the Sadiqim Asid Lavai. And now, talking about the wealth that Kairach had, it says in the Pasuk, wealth guarded by owners brings about his misfortune. In Amr of Shimon Lakesh, Zu Asher Shel Kairach, this is talking about the wealth of Kairach. Since he was so wealthy, he became haughty, and that brought about his downfall when he wanted to be just like Misha and Aaron. And now we have another Pasuk that tells us, All the Akum, all the wealth that was by their feet. This is talking about when Kairach was swallowed into the ground. Him and all his wealth was swallowed. Amr Abel Azar, What's Yakum? Adam. This is talking about the money of a person. Shema Midael Raglev. It stands him on his feet. It's Yakum Asher Raglev. It's Yakum that's by a person's feet. It stands a person on his feet. Because when a person is self-sufficient, they have wealth, then they're able to support themselves. And more about Kairach's wealth. Amr Abel Levi, Masoy Shalish Meos Pretis Levanos, the keys that went to the storage houses of Kairach's wealth had to be carried by 300 white donkeys. The Kulwa, Kli all these keys and locks, the Gilda, they were made of leather, and still they had to be carried by so many donkeys. There's Machlaikis among the Rishainim, whether or not this is literal or it's figurative, but whatever it is, Kairach was vastly wealthy. And back to discussing Halal, now we're going to be talking about the time that David Amalch was anointed by Shmuel Hanavi. Sani, I thank you because you answered me. Amar David. That's what David Amalek said when he was anointed as king. Evan Masu Abainim. The stone that the builders despised. Haisal Rosh Pina. That turned into the cornerstone. Amar Yishai. Yishai, the father of David, said that when he was anointed as king. Me'es Hashem Haisal Zeis. This is from Hashem. Amru Echav. That's what his brother said. Zayim Asa Hashem. And the Pasa continues. Nagilavanis Mechavai. Let's rejoice in it. Amar Shmuel. That Shmuel Hanavi said, referring to the Bnei Yisrael, that will rejoice when David conquers the enemy. Anu Hashem Amru Echav. That's what his brother said, asking Hashem to save them through David. David said that davening for his own success. That's what Yishai said when Shmuel Hanavi came in order to anoint one of his kids as king. All of you, plural, are blessed. That's what Shmuel said when he came to the house because he didn't know who was going to be king. You are our God Hashem and he illuminates for us. All of them said that after David Melch was anointed, tie the carbon of the Chag with cords. That's what Shmuel Hanavi said, he was saying, let's rejoice by bringing Karbanas. Keli Atavaydeka Amar David. David Amalek said that. Alekaiva Rehimeka Amrukulan. All of them said that. And more about Halal. Tanan Hassam, we have a mission over there. Masecha Sukkah. Makam Shinagu. Kufya Tesson Beza on the top. Lichbal. In a place where they have a minug. To double over the entire Halal. Yichbal. So you say the entire Halal twice. Lifshite. In a place where they have the minug. Just to say Halal once. Yifshite. So they say it once. Levar Chachrav. To say a bracha afterwards. That's the bracha that we end Halal off with. Yahalucha. And bracha to Hashem. Melch Mulabatish Bachas. Yivarch. Then they make that bracha. Hakal Kaminaka Medina. Everything follows the minug of the Medina. Amrabai says, Lashanu, this was only taught El Laachrav. Only regards to making the bracha after Halal. But in regards to making a bracha before halal mitzvah levarch, it's a mitzvah to make a bracha before halal. Dom Rav Yehuda Shmuel, call on mitzvahs mivarchalin ovelas yasin. All mitzvahs you make a bracha on them before you do them, and it's a mitzvah to say halal. Now the Gemara just digresses for a little bit to talk about this lashon. My mashma the high oiver lishna dagdumehu. What's inferred from this word oiver that it means before? Am Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak. It says in the 
ran the way of the kikar, and he went before, meaning he went in front of the kushi. Abai Amar, he said, from this pasuk, and he went in front of them, meaning he went before them. from this pasuk, and their king went before them, he went in front of them, and Hashem was at their head. Tanya, we have a brisa, Rebbe Kaifel Badvarm, Rebbe would double over some things in Halal. This is referring to the last four psukim of Halal, which is what we do. Rebbe Lezben Parta, Moisef Badvarm, Rebbe Lezben Parta would add things to it. My Moisef, what would he add? Am Rabbi, Moisef Lichpal Me'aytcha Ulamata. He added that he also doubled over from the psukim of Aytcha and afterwards, and this is also what we do. And Darsh Abavir, he darshaned. Zimnin Armalei Mishmed Rav Ami, sometimes he darshaned the name of Ami. Zimnin Armalei Mishmed Rav Asi, sometimes he said the name of Asi. Maitachsev, what's Pshan the Pasuk? And the lad grew up and he was weaned. This is talking about Yitzchak Avinu. Hashem will eventually make a suda for the tzaddikim on a day that he bestows his kindness upon the descendants of Yitzchak. And after everyone eats and drinks, they're going to give Avram Avinu the kashal bracha levarach to bench on. And he's going to tell them, I can't bench for everyone. Because Yishmael came from me. I'm not fitting to bench. They're going to tell Yitzchak Avinu, take the cup and bench on it. Armelamni is going to tell them, I can't bench. Because Esav came for me. They're going to tell Yaakov, take the cup and bench on it. Armelahan Yaakov is going to tell them, I can't bench. I married two sisters while they were alive. The Torah eventually is going to say that's Usr. They're going to tell Maish Rabbeinu, take the cup and bench on it. Armelamni is going to tell them, I can't. I wasn't Zechid to go into Eretz Yisrael, not in my life, and not even after I died. I'm really the Yeshua, they're going to tell you Yeshua. Tell Baruch, go take the cup and make a brach on it. I'm really he's going to tell them, Eini Mavarach, I can't, Shalai Zechisi Leben, I wasn't Zechid to have any kids. The Chesivit says, Yeshua ben Nun, and we say, Nun benoi, Yeshua benoi. His son was Nun, and his son was Yeshua. And we learn from there that there was no one after Yeshua. Yeshua was the end of the line. I'm really the David, but they're going to tell David Amalek, Tell Baruch, Take the cup and make a brach on it. Armelan is going to tell them, I will make a brach on it. I'm going to bench for everyone. And it is fitting for me to bench. Shinamar says in the Pasuk, And the reason why David Amalek was able to bench for everyone is because he was in Eretz Yisrael. He conquered all the enemies. He fulfilled everything that it says in benching. And Shleim HaMelech, his son, was able to build the base of Mikdash. So therefore, David Amalek was able to bench for everyone. And the Mishnah continues, We don't conclude after eating the Karman Pesach with Afi Kaiman. Now, my Afi Kaiman says the what is Afikaiman? Amar Rav, he says, This means that after eating the Karm Pesach, you're not allowed to uproot yourself and go from one Chaburah to another. We've already had this previously. What does Afikaiman mean over here? Afiku manaychu. Take your utensils and move to a different Chaburah. This is going in Jesus, Rabbi Yehuda, that you're not allowed to eat your Karm Pesach in two separate locations. So therefore, after you eat your Karm Pesach, you have to stay where you are and you're not allowed to move to another location. Ushmul Amar, however, he explains, This is talking about that you're not allowed to eat dessert after the Afikaiman, mushrooms for me, that's Urdilai, mushrooms for me, and Gaizlaya, which is young pigeons, for Abba, for Rav. So Afikaiman, according to Shmuel, means Afiku mine, take out stuff, meaning you're not allowed to have dessert after eating the Karim Pasach. Now, why shouldn't you eat dessert after the Karim Pasach? That's because the Karim Pasach is Kachim, and you're supposed to eat Kachim after you're ready full. If you eat Kachim as the main part of your meal, that shows that you're just trying to fill your stomach with it, and that's not the proper way to treat something like Kachim. So after you're ready full, then 
when you eat kachim. However, if you're going to eat something after you eat the kachim, after you eat the Karman Pesach, then people are going to think that the Karman Pesach was your meal and that you were just kind of stuffing yourself with the Karman Pesach and that was your regular meal and that's not the proper way to treat kachim. That's not the proper way to treat the Karman Pesach. And now the Gemara just continues with another type of dessert that other people like eating, but this is not a machlekes. Reb Chanina Bar Shilav, Reb Yechon Amru, they said, this is talking about dates, toasted grain, or nuts. That's something that people would eat as a dessert. And Tanya Kavasi Reb Yechon, we have a breast like Reb Yechon, what does that mean? Don't eat dates, toasted grain, or nuts, or any sort of dessert after the Karm Pesach. We're going to conclude here for the day. And at least according to Shmuel, we learn that you're not allowed to eat anything after the Karm Pesach because it's not respectful to the Karm Pesach, which is Kachim. However, tomorrow we're going to pick up with discussing what about Bismanenu in our times that we don't have the Karm Pesach. Are we allowed to eat something after Matzah or not? But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.